You want to hear a guy shit on my opinions? Ha <laughs> ha, check out Jacks of Trade. You want to hear a guy shit on my opinions? Ha <laughs> ha, check out the family reunion or me at work every day. Also my podcast. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting the newest comic duo, Davis, a dabbler in many disciplines with a voice that can soothe and persuade. Mike, a fanatical specialist with a mouth like a bullhorn, fueled by strong opinions and a compulsion to share them with microphones and comics in hand. They are Jacks of Trades. Hey everybody, I'm Mike. And I'm Davis. And this is Drinking Issues. On Drinking Issues, we read a current comic arc and talk about it. How you doing, Davis? You know what, Mike? I'm doing pretty great right now. You know, we're kind of recording, uh, retorting, um, uh, consorting, you know, all, all that good stuff. Oh, what do you, what do you, how you doing? Stop it, please. I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to keep the conversation going, Michael. Yeah, Okay. Uh, don't call me Michael. I'm doing fine. It's a lovely day. <gasps> oh, speaking of uh, Michael, the dude that played Mr. Feeney died today. What? What? Yeah. Why would you drop that now? <laughs> because like you're recording talking about it. What? Like, he, Why he, would you? I can't do this anymore. I can't do this show. He was like 90, 91, and he stopped the home invasion and then died. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, now you're making this shit up. Wait, you said did he die during the home invasion? Uh, possibly. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I can't, I can't record anymore. This is over. How old is he? I'm, I'm gonna. He's go like sh- ninety-one. Uh, that's not He's supposed to yeah, live Mr. forever. Mr. Feeney of Boy Meets World foils. Oh, sorry, he didn't die. He just foiled a uh, b- b- attempt at burglary. Jesus died. Christ! He died. What is wrong with you? A lot. You, oh my God! He's not dead. He's alive. He just stopped a um a a, a burglary at his that house. Is so See, kids, this is a perfect demonstration of modern headline reading society. You have to read the whole article, kids. I know your attention spans are short. Practice lengthening them. Okay, but so we stopped the home burglary. How? Continue, Mike. Apparently, I'm doing a lot better. Anyway, we're doing something special for the next couple uh, episodes. Yep. We're checking in on an old friend. It's a full circle. Now, we had this idea, or at least I had this idea, um, uh, at one point where we were going to pick up a trade of this comic and then kind of do that for one of our Jacks of Trades episodes. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember that. I don't listen to you very much, but I think I heard that. But when I saw there was going to be a uh, three-issue arc that kind of tickled another interest of ours, Mm -hmm. I figured this would be the perfect time to do it, especially since we are waiting for something else to come out. So in the meantime, we got to fill some space. Yeah, because they canceled Vision, Yeah, part two. Yeah, I know. Anyway, we are doing Champions. Again-pians. What? 25. Oh, Lord. So when we last left the since, since well we, here well, here's well, well, the, I was gonna uh, say okay, since we, okay, since fine, we last I'll left let the champions go. well hold on last time I, hold on last time I let you just talk Feeney died so I don't even trust you to talk by yourself well I'm saying the last time we left the champions I was drunk on Woot Stout and Mike had to drive me home and he had champagne in his system I had a legal 
probably a legal amount of champagne. To sip in okay, system. and that's why you drove me home because yes. you're a good person. I, I'm a person. Anyway, it's drinking issues. So, what did we choose to drink for this episode? So, for this episode, I got out of our... Um, uh, they're out of Mississippi, but we still love them. It's uh, Lazy Magnolia's Timber Beast Rye Imperial India Pale Ale. That is a lot of words for a beer. It says it on the label. No, it's a lot of words. A Rye IPA. It's a Rye IPA. Uh, 9% alcohol by volume. And the fun fact about this beer is so... Um, Does it uh, taste like a skunk vomited? No, it tastes delicious, actually. I uh, it's, very it's a rye. So it's got a little spicy notes to it, and it kind of mellow, and the malt and the whole thing mellows everything out. It's, it's hoppy, but it's not. We're all passing it's not it on. Yeah. Um, uh, I will say the Balance. fun fact about this beer. Wow. I expected a much, much stronger flavor in any direction. Uh, fun fact about this beer. Um, whenever, uh, I believe Mississippi, they had a law where you couldn't manufacture. Pronounce it correctly, Davis. Mississippi. There you go. Thank you. Um, uh, Mississippi had a law where you couldn't manufacture beer over 8% alcohol by volume. And then once they actually, you know, this, I believe this brewery helped pass the law to make sure that, um, uh, you know, to make it so you can have higher ABV beers. Uh, this was the first beer they came out with that uh, surprisingly, you know, the day that the law passed, I believe this beer was available for sale. Oh yeah, so they were planning ahead. Yeah, which is their whole thing. Good job, guys. Is um, uh, it's it's it, it it was great. It's fantastic though. But yeah. But what um, does that have to do with the comic? Well, uh, one of the characters in here, minus having a uh, random uh man things running around. Don't give uh, too much away. I'm just there is a there is a beast that comes from the timber, uh, which is wood in uh everyone else's uh you know vernacular. Uh, that kind of just. Pops out of the woods and whatnot. It's a timber beast, um, uh, and yeah, that's that's why I, that's why I chose this one. And uh, Michael, what did you what did you choose? So, I have brought with me today, dead, n dead. Okay, they didn't write and they put an apostrophe and an, an apostrophe. Uh, okay, this is rogue, dead guy ale. Aged in dead guy whiskey barrels. Mm. Now, I've had rogue dead guy ale with a uh, drop or with a with a shot of the rogue dead guy whiskey in it. So we, we, here's what the back says. Dead and dead complements the flavor profile of our classic dead guy ale with oak and vanilla notes from our whiskey barrels. Ooh, I'm going to pass the bottle around. Uh, it's it's pretty nice. Uh, it doesn't have a lot of effervescence to it. It's kind of, it's almost got one of those like more syrupy kind of beers. Okay. Slightly. Uh, but there is like this kind of vanilla-y kind of almost desserty quality to it. Um, Very boozy. Yeah. And, and it's 8.8. .8, so it's super strong, but it's not, it's, it almost tastes like a cocktail or like a mixed drink rather I like than... The, uh... I like the highly reflective Dayglow orange shiny yeah, label. It's very nice. Um, it, it, it's 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 solid. It's nice. It's not the kind of thing I would drink a lot of, but like a bomber could get me through an afternoon or an evening. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? How do you feel about it, Davis? Um, 
again, uh, one of my one of my favorite boiler makers is the rogue dead guy with the dead guy whiskey dropped in it. So here's and the thing: that is a dead ringer. Well, listen, there's a little 2018 on it, so mm-hmm. I'm guessing this is a seasonal thing. Uh, uh yeah, I might have to get one of those. I I like it. It's sweet. Um, I like I like my sweet drinks. It's it's pretty tasty. It, yeah, it's not bad. I wouldn't drink a six pack of this, but like one bomber is perfect. Would you, you know sp- what I'm saying? Wh- is it is it a one bomber to yourself or split one with someone you care about? I don't share anything with people I care about because I don't care about anyone. That's not true. I care about one person. But there we go. And a dog. But no, um, no. I mean, I wouldn't be against sharing it. Well, I'm saying like Izakaya style, where we have the beer and we each split one big bottle. I'm not against it. Okay, but if I was sharing this with you. Mm-hmm. This wouldn't be enough for both of us. There would be something else after it. We need a second one, or we need a different alcohol later. That's true. That's, that's this, this would be enough to start an evening. Well, I'm saying it would be it would be old fashions, then this. Okay, okay, yeah. Then something I'm, else okay. after that. Okay, this this yeah. this yeah, yeah, would yeah. be this is a really good fall kind of wintry thing. Mm-hmm. This is a very good um, sweater on the porch. This is a very good cigarette weather. Oh, I'm, I miss it. Uh, no. But the reason I chose this beer for this issue um, is a, I believe uh, at least the sentiment I gave was that I would read champions again over my own dead body. Uh, but also um, we're seeing how it has aged. Absolutely. Like I mean, this it's a lovely beer. I mean, uh, Umberto Ramos is no longer doing the artwork. And Mark Way is no longer writing it. Absolutely. So I really wish you guys could watch me and Davis go to the supermarket on our lunch break and buy beer at twelve thirty in the afternoon. Everyone and get uh, <laughs> and have people look at us funny. It's just the ladies like it's like what's that for after work? Oh, am I invited? You you, you know what? You're absolutely invited. Sure, to bring Beth your will- own booze, Beth. But you know, do what you yeah. got to do. Okay, let's jump in. To do with this. Uh, if anybody hasn't read this before, I'm just doing a quick recap for y'all. Publisher, Marvel. This issue came out October 2018. Writer is Jim Zub now, not Mark Wade. Mm-hmm. And he's written pretty much everything. Uh, little Red Sonya, Little Rick and Morty, Little D&D, Little Samurai Jack, Little Suicide Squad, Little Thunderbolts. A lot of a little bit of everything. A little bit of a lot. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, the artist is Sean Isaac, but spelled really weird. Yep. There's, there's, there's too many vowels in it, but all right. Uh, there's a lot. Uh, and he's done a little bit of work for everyone, but nothing super noticeable. N- like, notable. Not noticeable, but, you know, some, nothing. He's not worked on the next big Batman arc or anything like that. So a lot has happened since we've been gone. Yes. <laughs> some of the title players are still the same. We have Miss Marvel. There's Spider-Man. There's a Nova involved. Uh, Amadeus Cho is now going as Brawn. Yeah, he's a much svelter version of his green self. He looks a lot like Hulkling from the Young Avengers. I was going to say he looks like a... Uh, he's he's kind of toned down like She-Hulk is toned down. Yeah, I could see that too. Yeah. Uh, Viv Vision, still in the picture. Uh, uh, Ironheart. Ironheart. Riri Williams. Williams. Yep, she's joined. Yep, yep absolutely. Um, uh, there's also Nadia Pym. Uh, Nadia Van Dyne. Sorry, Nadia Van Dyne. So... Hank Pym is her biological father. However, she has taken the surname of Van Dyne. Understandable. Her and uh, Janet have really bonded in their in her individual series. Right. And Hank is an abusive piece of shit. 
He's also half of Ultron right now, so that's kind of a problem. That too. And finally, the last champion to be added in, Snowguard. Amka Ilyak. Yes, so she's Russian. No. She's Inuit. Oh, my bad. Here's the thing. I learned something from this book. Yeah? Did you know that Inuit is plural? Shut the front door. What? The word Inuit is plural. Okay. Do you know what the singular of Inuit is? Inui? Inuk. Can we just point out real quick that rumor flies on multiple occasions use the term Eskimo and then would internally debate You insensitive pieces of garbage. Red is sitting here going, by the way, Inuit isn't accurate. I just love Well, it I is, but no, it is. Saying, yeah. No, but it's incorrectly used. <laughs> just saying. I just want to say, I, I, I love this. Tell, yeah, <laughs> tell, tell those shit asses to listen to this episode so they'll know better next time. They say Eskimo, I'm leaving a one star. Hey, everybody. If you really enjoyed dis- dissolving rumors and other weird urban legends, check out Rumor Flies, the other podcast on the In-Depth Media Podcast Network. In-Depth Media... We're in the South, so talk with your mouth. You really thrive on rehearsing, don't you? <laughs> I, I thrive when I rehearse. Yes, absolutely. Let's jump in. Let's do this. Okay, so it starts off... The, the first panel is a picture of fucking Thanos. Yeah, uh, Riri's having a nightmare where Thanos is about to kick the shit over. Now, did this ever happen? No. No. It's a, it's a nightmare. Yeah. Um, uh, she wakes up. And then the, uh, the 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 vision green dog pops through the wall. Sparky, Sparky, because it does that. Yeah. Uh, what we find out pretty quickly is the team is all really bummed out. Absolutely. Uh, there was an interaction with the man thing. They they don't know what the man thing is. Uh, and a portal was open that sucked in both Sam Alexander Nova and Nadia Van Dyne Wasp. Absolutely. Uh, now the newest member, Snowguard is looking for places of power that can help her find out where her friends went. Because her powers are derived from... Uh, so... It's like a... It's a, a weird Inui... She, it's an Inuit spirit. Yes. Uh, not quite God, but kind of. Uh, like somewhat varying Shintoism, well, like, like a spirit well, of something. I, I kind of see it more like just... Think of it like Greek mythology, but replace God with spirit. Okay. Because... Um, she is, she is a spirit, but she is not a God and she is not the God, but she's the conduit thereof. Yeah. And she has bestowed powers upon Snowguard. Okay. Uh, or Amka, if you will. Uh, so they kind of have a quick little conversation. She's like, woman, I gave you these super cool powers and you still want more power. She's like, whoa, 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 slow down. It's not for me. Mm-hmm. I'm it's trying to find friends. my friends. Yeah. And she goes, oh, okay. And gives her a magical amulet, which as you'll find out in two weeks, lots of stories like to have magical amulets. Uh, I, I get it. I don't get it, but I get it. Yeah. So anyway, um, the amulet talisman, whatever you want to call it, is called a siege parallel. Davis, what is a siege parallel? Uh, the Siege Parallel reads your heart and soul and shows you what you could be in another reality. I'm, I'm not sure what that'll mean for us. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. It, it's kind of like if 
how I'm gathering this, if there was a siege parallel for the Halo universe, uh, and Mike and I touched it, Mike would become a Spartan warrior, and I would become an NPC in Halo 2 when you're in Zanzibar. Yeah, that sounds about right. I didn't think you know that much about Halo, Davis. I know enough. I love you slightly more now. I mean, I don't love you yet, but it's like, you, you know how when you're, when you're romancing... I'll take it where I can get it. You know it's how when fun. you're romancing a character in The Sims, and you have to go from not even knowing them to loving them? Uh, no, I play Harvest Moon, where there's, an, there's a distinctive heart feature, and whenever you propose, you give her a blue feather. So yeah, you're, you're like half a one heart. You're like half a one heart. Anyway, uh, Amka's fully prepared to go it alone, but the rest of the team is not going to let her. We're all in this together. Friendship, yeah. In the words of Viv Vision, we are a team, Amka. I don't miss that at all. Well, she's a robot. She's a synthesoid. She's still still a type yeah. of robot. So they get sucked into the talisman, leaving smart Sparky, excuse me, nervously behind, sniffing at the still smoking talisman. Yeah. Cut two panels black. The perfect mixture of power and purity I can use to my advantage. Uh, iron heart looking uh, armor. Yeah, she someone. wakes up in like this medieval inspired Iron Man armor. Yeah, like we, just we, don't, cool. we don't know if there's biometrics, whether it's just like this straight up ass armor. I don't know. She's surrounded yeah. by rat people, though. Yeah, and has a uh, a mace of plus three to smiting rat folk and electricity. Yeah, they start fighting, um, and she thooms the hell out of some mice with this this mace. She had this mice on. Now, the mace glows blue like an arc reactor. I believe the correct race is also tiefling. Possibly. Sure, whatever. Yeah. What's 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 that thing we, we make fun of uh, Jorge about when we play Pathfinder? Quick, Greg, find out the rat folk race in Pathfinder. Because like that's right, everybody. We're getting straight up D&D in this arc so far. It's called rat folk. It's rat folk, sweet. Yeah, th- this whole thing is sword and sorcery, Pathfinder, D&D. Pick your favorite version of that kind of thing. Yes. Um, so she ends up getting overtaken by these rat folk. And then all of a sudden, this spiderwebbed shadow casts over all of them. And the spiderweb shadow is actually cast by the Shadow Spider. Which is a terrible name. It's a horrible name. It's a, it's a, it almost sounds like what they just renamed Spider-Gwen. Well, now, I'm not uh, saying Spider Gwen's spider? a good name, but Ghost Spider is also a weird name. Anyway, uh, he looks like a an Assassin's Creed character, like like you like you spent you paid the two ninety nine for this fucking skin. exactly you, that is exactly you paid what the you money did. for the skin and he starts throwing knives, stabbing rats that don't die because why not? Yeah, and then okay, the weirdest part is is like I couldn't is like. I couldn't stand this to watch those foul rats dishonor you with such brutish tactics. M- Miles? Says the assassin. Is that you? How, how do you know that name? So Riri knows she's from the real world and no one else does. Yeah, Riri knows what's going on. Miles doesn't. And see, this is that weird level of Digimon shit going on right now. Yeah. It's like, well, what's the real world? Yeah. He calls her Lady Ironheart. Which is she the is name a, of her? She's an honorable paladin. Oh, so we have a paladin and we have a rogue. Like my beer. hey Look at that, guys. I actually got a good one this time and didn't just check out because I was frustrated at the beer aisle. Full circle. It's 
Okay, yeah, it, it is a, it is a full aisle. And for those of you who don't live in New Orleans, you should move because we have beer aisles in our grocery stores, and you're entire communities well i mean i mean louisiana in general as far as like the green part just just go there yeah it's it's pretty legit so but so they're in this weird changing land called weird world for those of you who know weird world great we're not going to address that because that's the last time they mention it to us that's pretty much it um uh the fact that uh, the weird world more like can't think of a unique name world Hey, it's been around for decades. Mm. We jump to a young orc being forced to work in a mountain forge. And I'm I'm going to let the readers guess who is the orc. It's the green one. Come on and think. Brawn. That's right. Amadeus Choke. So is the orc. Some stuff happens. Not super memorable. It's working. The the important part is the forge is attacked. Yes. By a group of man-things and a giant white wolf with antlers. Yes. Okay. So a timber beast. There you go, Davis. There we Your go. Your beer. We both got it in. We did a great job in five minutes on our lunch break. Now, we saw these creatures when Snowguard was talking with her spirit, Sila. Both this wolf thing and the man-things, right? Yes. So the young orc attacks the wolf. He doesn't really care about his captors being hurt, but he wants to make sure that his friends aren't endangered. You know, uh, but the wolf easily knocks him out and drags him out of the uh, forge while stealing the giant hammer because he's been because he was wielding a hammer to help forge weapons. Because what else do orcs use? They don't use little daggers. Uh, There's little wimpy knives. I mean, they, they don't use daggers, but like long swords, two handed swords. I mean, maybe, but he was building a hammer. So the hammer was readily available. He used it. Uh, Valor. Now the wolf turns into snow guard. Yes. I'm guessing one of her powers is she can transform into a horned uh, antlered wolf. I don't know. Yeah, mild shape shifting. And then fun. all the man things are carrying a bunch of crystals. Yeah, because they need crystals. Sure. Because uh, of meth. Yeah. She introduces herself to the Hulk guy, Orc, as Snow Gore. Yes. Which is a real weird, like a like it sounds like a Norse metal band. I was about, it, it, I was going to say it sounds like a genre of music from Scandinavia. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, And brings him to meet a sorceress known as Mystic Marvel. Guess who that is? Uh, Nova. No. I know, it's Kamala Khan. Yeah, it's Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. Uh, Uh, Which, by the way, Mystic Marvel. Not going to lie. Kind of liking the alliteration and the name in itself. I'm I'm not against it. I'm 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 not against it. I'm a fan. I am a fan. And he introduces himself as Brawnhammer, which is a thing. Because well, his name is Brawn, and he has a hammer, and orcs are not smart. Okay, an evil-looking fairy is overlooking them, and it flies away to a scary castle. I'm pretty sure that's Wasp. Yeah, well, the, uh, the, the, the yellow trail behind it kind of, you know, yeah, gives well, that off. She reports back to what looks like a warlock. It's an older man with gray hair and a beard. But the warlock has the same color scheme as Viv. In his clothes? I didn't even notice that. So I guess it's Viv? I I I don't think they would play that close. Why not? Because there's a moon. But then why would it have the Viv color scheme? We saw her get sucked into the amulet. Where is she? I don't think they've... Uh, well, they might make her a weird knight. 
I'm 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 thinking this is Viv. Uh because think about it this way. Our good guy characters look a lot like themselves. Yeah. Except for the fact that Wasp has wings and is small. Yeah. Looks nothing like the fairy. It's not the same color scheme. The the like the physical facial features are very different. It looks like the more evil of the characters look different than the their good counterparts. Uh to uh place a little bet on this. Okay. Uh stealing a note from our friends over at the uh, Rumor Flies podcast. Uh penalty shot? <laughs> Let's clarify for the listeners that don't know, and they all should because every single one of you should be listening to Rupert Flies. Because oh, it's so good. I do every week. It's Absolutely. a great show. On Rupert Flies, when they, for lack of a better term, speak out of turn, they say something that maybe they're not 100% accurate on. Mm-hmm. They Their arrogance gets ahead of their actual knowledge. Absolutely. And they get called on it. I, I understand. I get it. When you're 99.9% right all of the time, <laughs> sometimes you have a slip of the tongue. It happens to the best of us and the smartest of us like me. But when they get caught in one of those, they have to take a penalty shot, which, Greg, can you explain... Who the penalty shot is a punishment, and how is it a punishment? So we keep track of how many penalty shots we owe, but we generally do one to two each. We've done a video once or twice of this, but we're a little overdue lately. But basically, what happens is the other two get to decide what the third person shot is. Josh and I do Ryan's, Ryan and Josh does mine, and Ryan and I do Josh's. And so, what happens is everyone ends up taking two shots. Um, so what's, but the thing is though, we have to, you can't just do something disgusting like mud and water. It has to be like something they hate. So I hate Jaeger. They know that. Um, I don't have as high of a, uh, spicy tolerance as Ryan. Uh, I don't like gin. So they take something that involves things I just hate and throw it together into concoction generally. So it's alcohol, but something you're guaranteed to not enjoy. Right. Others might like it. But In theory. Not. Right. Okay. So, so with Mike and I, we're just gonna have a bottle of Malibu sitting in the corner. Uh, That's because we both hate it, and yeah. it'll be warm Malibu. Uh, um, uh, but Mike, I'm willing to place a bet right here, right now. If this sorcerer, as it is revealed, if this sorcerer is Viv, I will take a shot of an alcohol of you know. An alcoholic beverage of my choosing. A hard alcohol beverage and or shot of your choosing. Okay. And if it is not, do you agree? (laughs) Let let me counter. Okay. Because basically the the wager right now is, Mike, if this if this exact thing happens, I will take the shot. But if anything else happens, you will. Okay. So how about this? All right. If it's Viv, you take a shot. All right. You have to stake your claim right now on who you think this character is. And if we're both wrong, we both take the shot. Um, I think it's Viv. He thinks it's Viv. I think this is a no-name character. So if this is a named character, say this is Mojo or something like that. Oh yeah, if if, if this is like Tony Stark in you know whatever Someone world we haven't seen in this comic yet. 
Um, someone, I can, can I say someone who has been named in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Depends. What is what, what, what Marvel are you, Universe? What are you trying to What are you trying to posit? I'm just saying this is a throwaway character. There's a new villain entirely. So so uh, this guy really. So basically, guy, so so okay. How about this? So if this is a character of importance mm-hmm. and a character that has already been established in the regular six one six universe, yes. Then you will be wrong because you are positing this is a no-name, throwaway, unimportant character. Correct. It's just playing a uh, a piece on this chessboard, and the other characters are more important. Correct. Okay, so if this ends up being Grandmaster, if this ends up being Vision because of the color scheme, if this or ends up... Or Uatu, or anyone else, yes. or Moonlass, yeah. uh, whatever we want, what, what, for, from whatever the, from the, whatever from there... So, this because you have a very specific one and he has a huge failure range. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I, I I have a very narrow acceptance range. Mm -hmm. And so, and if we're both, if we're both wrong, we both take a shot of Greg's creation. Okay. How about it? Yeah. I'm, I'm about it like trout shit. Just letting you know, I don't do well with Jaeger. You can ask Mike. The, the Newfound Glory show was a shit show for myself, and I might have ruined it for him. It was fine. <laughs> so, anyway. So this wizard is there talking to Nadia Van Dyne, i.e. the wasp, but he calls her Nadia, so whatever. Yeah. And there's a prison cell with a crystalline individual with dreadlocks. Yeah, there's Green Crystal Boy, uh, and he is entering a typical gladiatorial arena. Where he faces a knight in black, blue, and silver armor. I am Stalax of Crystallium, and if this is where I die, it shall be with honor. And the thing is, the crystal dude actually kind of has the upper hand. He starts winning for a while. Yeah. I mean, well, first of all, he has a so- he has an axe and a shield compared to just this a hand knight. axe. A hand axe. It's not, well, it's, it's a not hand, a full it, battle axe. Yeah, it's, it's not a full battle axe, but it's not a great axe. We get that. But he has a hacks, an axe and an actual shield. So he's able to counter as well as parry with everything. Because as soon as that sword gets one struck in with that with the shield, boom, it's stuck. It's going to get stuck. You yep, can move. Yep, yep, yep. <clears throat> but he is, well, I want, he's not even quickly overthrown. He it's a, It's a fair bit of a tussle. But, but the knight quickly, you know, well, is, is well, more skilled than him. The knight glows his hands up, which is cheating. He's no longer fighting via the weaponry that has been given to him. Uh, and he blasts the crystal dude and basically vaporizes him, but turns him into a giant crystalline sword. Yep, a blade of pure crystal. Uh, the blast also burns the cloak off of him that he was wearing and reveals the traditional three yellow dot pattern of a nova. And it's Sam Alexander. Now above, uh, well, I was I was going to say, well done, my son. Thank you, father. Yeah, above Nova is Wasp, that warlock guy that we're arguing about, and a guy in silver and gold armor with red and black cloaking. And the guy calls Sam his son. Now, if you read the Sam Alexander Nova series, you would know that Sam's dad has been missing since the creation of the character of Sam Alexander Nova. He was a Spec Ops Nova. And he went missing on a mission and has not been really heard from since. And Sam has been trying to find his father the entire time. 
Dun, dun, dun. So is this really Sam's dad? He's been trapped in a real world, or weird this, world? Or is this somebody taking advantage of Sam's... Yeah, like a weird-ass you know, proxy. Kind of, you know, advantage of him to make him evil in the situation. I don't know. Again, in, in order in order to promote well, his own stuff and weird Snowguard world. said the talisman reads your heart and soul. So I don't know. Yeah. So let's talk about ratings, Davis. Do you want to go first or should I? I'll go first. What you got? Six. Okay. Why? I uh, I give this one a six. I enjoy the parallelism. Okay. Um. Uh, the assigning, if we're looking at, because their big promotion with this was the idea of Dungeons and Dragons. D&D. Like, uh, even so much the advertisements were uh, a character sheet of Riri Williams... Paladin, lawful good, this and that. Yeah, Weapons, yeah. repulsor blade, etc. Et all, yeah, all, all that nonsense. That's what they're going with. Uh, positives. I really enjoyed the uh, way they displayed the characters and their own classes, for lack of a better term. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Uh, the way that they're kind of doing everything right now, the fact that uh, they are like a, like a good dungeon master... They're not starting everyone off as like, okay, all five of you are randomly in this town and you're all in this tavern around one table drinking together randomly and you all really want to hang out with each other. So then you go on a quest. They're laying it out great as far as setting up how these characters would interact with each other. All right. One of the things that really got to me was the fact that Riri is the only one that remembers her past yeah why her why any of this How because come no she's the smart else? one i don't know she then, then put moon girl in it anyway um uh but so why is it this way why is it that way i enjoying it i'm appreciating it however i'm wanting to see where this is going okay in order in order for me to actually make a true good honest decision on what the next issue the next issue it would probably be a little bit better because it'll explain it more but as of right now this is the first issue mm-hmm. i'm st- i'm not really sure on the weird things that happened in the past and i'm kind of working with it from there that's it michael you want to know some davis what's up i 100 percent agree with you <gasps> my rating is a six. Oh my god and there's just too damn much going on yeah i know it's it's a lot of new characters. I don't know what happens before it, but I don't know if I need to. Well, did you do your Michael thing and you researched beforehand? No. Do you care that much? I wanted to go in blind. I, w- I wanted to give this the true revisit treatment. All right. Um, there was a luchador hawk guy for here's a minute. The, the problem is a lot was thrown at us. A lot yeah. at once. Um, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. little to no context when it's thrown there. You know, I'm sure the next issue is going to explain a lot more. Uh, but if you don't already know Weird World, this really doesn't, the, the term Weird World doesn't make any sense to you. You have no idea what's possible here, what's the thing. It's just, it's a phrase they said once and then never touched again. Yeah, like the prehistoric place. You know, uh, primitive uh, land? Like, so it is, it was lighthearted, it was fun. It's a big change from the heaviness of the arc, and I'll give it that. And it was interesting, you know. 
The the characters are really cool. Not very inventive, mm-hmm. but cool. Uh, it's an interesting take. It's 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 fun, you know. But there's so much going on with so little answers. And like you said, I think the next issue is going to give us a lot more context, and I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see what happens. Right. I if the next issue makes me feel how this one did, I'm not going to be excited for the third. But yeah. it is what it is. And this will be the shortest arc we've done. It's only a three issues, so that's what worries me is that you took an entire third of the story and you still didn't give us a lot of information. Uh, it, it was a little bit of character character introduction, but that's about it. So it's, it is a perfectly acceptable comic book. Mm-hmm. If you don't like sword and sorcery RPG games, I think you'll like it less than I yep. do. You know, but it's not terrible. Yep. You know, it, 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 the craft is fine. Good art, quality storytelling. It's just, I have some concerns. But I didn't hate it. I felt better about this than almost every other issue of the other Champions Orc we read. I don't know. Those first couple, the first couple of, well. Only issue two. I hated everything but issue two. Okay. If I remember correctly. I, I don't. know. was well over a year ago. In which, by the way, Mike, you know this is um uh, us doing this Champions. Well, we started doing this podcast roughly two years ago. You can totally cut all of this out, please. Anyway, thank you guys for joining us. You know where to find us. We are jacksoftradespodcast.com at jackstradespod on Instagram and Twitter. Facebook.com slash jackstradespod. Go ahead, write us an email, send us a DM. Uh, Yell at us. Fun, we don't care. Fun fall recipes. I don't give a shit. Uh, go ahead and just interact Tell us what you like, what you don't like, what you want to hear. We're more than happy to uh, to go ahead and and I don't know, pick the next arc. I'll be fine with it. This much this month's drinking issue poll: Do you eat pumpkin seeds or do you not eat pumpkin seeds? I, okay, I guess. I mean, I don't eat them personally. I think it's weird. I've eaten them before. I don't. They're not sunflower seeds. I don't give a shit. I don't love them. I just don't hate them. I mean, that's fine. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. We we got our Spotify situation figured out. We should be 100% good to go. All of our back content and our new stuff coming out on the reg. Go ahead and whatever platform you choose to use, give us a five-star rating. Give us a big old thumbs up, whatever the, the best rating system is, and write us a review. The ratings and reviews help people find the show. If you like it, somebody else might, so go ahead and help them find it. We'll be doing the 26th issue of Champions next month. Yep. So go ahead. Stay tuned for that. One more issue to finish out the arc. And then I guess come the, you know. January? Well, it'll be January for us, February for the listener. Okay. I think, right? Something like that. Yeah, because the... The the January the December issue will come out in January for our episode and then you know Doom Patrol. Woo! Probably not. Anyway, thank you guys for joining us. I'm Mike. And I'm Davis. Have a good one. And one for the road.